0: Welcome to the Vince Vonathon. My name is Patrick.
1: My name is Taylor.
0: And I have a question for you, Taylor.
1: What could it be, Patrick?
0: If you and I swapped bodies on one freaky Friday the 13th, what would you do?
1: I can't say it on this podcast. <laughs>
0: What else would you do? You have all day? That' take about mm, 20 seconds.
1: Um, hmm. what would I do? Um, probably hmm, ask someone to kick me. What? Like down there?
0: Oh okay. I need to know. Okay.
1: Um, I'm sorry that a lot of this is anatomically based, but I just, I mean, like, I don't know. Um, I would, oh, I know what I would do. I would go for a run because you can run and I can't, I can't run. I'm like, you guys think I'm, I'm going to like be BSing right now. Like I literally can't run 20 feet without extreme pain and you can, you can run like a mile, if not more. more. (laughs) Yeah, probably more. So... (laughs)
0: That is the amount that people who cannot run think is a huge distance, like a mile. That's what we had to do in school. It took me half an hour. It took me the whole gym class.
1: Yeah, yeah, it did. I used to walk it and just get yelled at. I mean, like that was just where I threw in the towel. Like I was a really great student and was a total like overachiever. Um, but yeah, that was that's when I would just be like, uh, nope. Like my pacer, the the highest I ever got on the pacer was. Like twenty one, and I was in fourth grade, and it was that was my peak.
0: Upcoming episode of Why Two Kids? You and I do the pacer with lavalier mics on. Oh
1: my god, my worst nightmare recreated. No, that is. So Although funny. it's a good, it's and then like the like the crunch, like the elephant trunk one.
0: Oh
1: yeah. Um. So yeah, I would run. I think that'd be so cool. Um, and then... What else? Oh, I'd go to your job.
0: Of course. I would have... (laughs) I'd need to, pay. i need to, you know, support this family, put a roof over our head.
1: And they'd be like, Mr. Regal, you're so funny today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had a kid say to me... We don't need to get into the details of my job. I had a kid say to me today, I swear to God, Taylor. Mr. Regal, you're getting old. This is like a kid I had last year. And I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, am I looking like a sad sack today or something?
1: I would also give you like a total makeover. Like, I'd go get a haircut. You, I would get your eyebrows dyed. I would get them waxed. I would shave your face or get like a better shave going on for you. I would... F-
0: Thanks. This is terrible. Never mind. Forget that I asked. Um, this week's movie... Freaky.
1: Wait, wait, no, I wanna know what you would do with my body.
0: That we truly cannot talk about on this show, and yes, it would take all day. Um
1: That's so gross. <laughs> Freaky Can you please name one thing non anatomical?
0: Um <laughs> No no, I can't.
1: You always tell me my job's super easy. You wouldn't want to do that for a day? I don't think
0: your job's actually super easy. I just say that to make fun of you and make you feel bad. Um, <laughs> no, your job actually sounds terrible, and I would want no part of it. Um, I'd do your commute. I would enjoy your commute. I would enjoy it once because I know that you have to do it every day, and it sucks. I fantasize about it. I think it's it's uh, it seems like it would be fun, um, and so I would I would do that once happily. But that has nothing to do with being in your body. That's just like taking over your life.
1: Would you maybe eat some dairy? Oh, my God. All
0: right. This is getting dark. Okay? Okay. I already feel old enough. Um, let's talk about Freaky from 2020, this week's movie, a highly anticipated I'm movie. I'm feeling old. All right.
1: Just like uh,
0: Freaky is one of the movies that inspired the Vince Von It was around that time, end of 2020, uh, between seeing this movie around Halloween and uh, watching... Uh, for Christmases and Fred Claus that Christmas. So would you like to give a little bit of a backstory on Freaky and talk about how in some way it inspired the Vince Vonathan?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so like Patrick said, I think we mentioned this on last week's episode. Freaky came out um, at the sort of end of 2020 around Halloween. And that was the time when, like, nobody was going out and doing things, as you should not have been going out and doing things. Like, I don't condone that. But we basically found, like, with our double masks and whatever, that if we went to the movie theaters, we were literally the only people that would go. And so we would just be alone in movie theaters and it was perfectly safe and it was a way for us to get out of the house we felt comfortable with. And, you know, if we went and for what, like, we would check screenings in advance and make sure that, like, there weren't just randomly going to be a bunch of people. Um, And this was one of the things that we did. Um, And so when Fred Claus came around a couple months later, obviously not, like, coming out, but, like, when when we were watching it a couple months later for Christmas after Halloween, um, and I said, someone should do the Vince Vonathon. We were like, of course, thinking back to things that we had seen Vince in as of late, which up until Freaky wouldn't have been anything really. Um, and then, but we had just seen Freaky and we were like, whoa, we kind of really liked Freaky. Hmm, maybe we're onto something. And thus it was born, essentially.
0: If you go back and listen to the very first episode of the show, we use Freaky as like a mile marker in his career. Uh, maybe a bit of a resurgence, maybe a, a bit of a, a redefinition. This was, of course, before we did this deep dive and we caught up all the way to 2020, which is pretty close to where we are now. Um, and I have to say, we'll talk about the movie uh, more in a second about you know what it is if you haven't seen it. I kind of gave a little bit of a teaser in my opening question. Uh, but I have to say, and I think that you agree with me, T, that this movie excuse me plays a little bit better i think in the midst of the pandemic when you would like to go you would like to get out of the house and go do something and do something safely and it's 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 a good movie to sit there alone in the movie theater and go see together you know talk out loud and stuff also i think it plays a little bit better before you've seen f- 45 vince vaughn movies and and television shows and and hosting gigs and interviews and all the research that we've done that led up to this moment because when we saw freaky in 2020 we were like oh this vince vaughn guy is like really talented he's known for his frat pack stuff he's like better than that and seeing it now i was like he's also kind of better than that um he does a perfectly fine job in this movie but it feels like the movie that people who haven't seen all the best vince's We'll point to as a really good Vince which is great I like that people like this movie it's, it's a very well regarded movie but we were kind of going like oh like he this is this is fine
1: yeah I liked this movie quite a bit when we saw it and I'm not like at all a slasher or a horror movie person um and I remember leaving and being like hey that was that was pretty good Um, I thought it was really funny, I thought that Vince gave a great performance, and I thought that it was just, yeah, just, like, really enjoyable all around, and it just did not hit the same for me this time, um, I just feel like it was just a little, like, not very funny, um, like, clearly was trying to be funny, but maybe, maybe the jokes played better in 2020, I think that that's a, a big, like, you know, possibility, Um, I don't, I don't think the jokes played as well. I don't think that, um, Vince, yeah, like we know Vince now to be so unbelievably talented and he's kind of just like, and I'm going to be really, um, insensitive here for a second, but I'm, I'm saying this for a specific purpose because this is like legitimately what he's doing. He's just kind of being himself and like adding a limp wrist. Like, I, I know that that is, like, very insensitive, but I'm saying that because, like, that is an actual motion which he does repeatedly. Like, he is just hamming up his version of himself in a more feminine way.
0: Which I think that it it plays to a certain degree uh, if you've only seen Wedding Crashers and the breakup and Fred Claus, and you go, like, oh, he's doing something else, he's doing his thing, but in the teenage girl way which is literally what he's doing we'll talk about the plot in a second right he's playing a teenage girl and you know it's it's good I, I like the movie I like the movie just I did fine too.
1: I do too I just didn't like it as much as I liked it when I first saw it
0: right I agree I think we were both like oh this is definitely easily gonna be like a top tenner for us maybe a top five for us by the time we're by the time we're done with this,
1: also, like when we when I saw this for the first time, it was one of the first Blumhouse movies I had really seen, and so I don't think that I had fully understood like Blumhouse's like shtick yet, other than like the budget thing. But like, Blumhouse movies just tend to have once you know, you know, and it's really hard not to see it. Like, you see the minimal characters or you see the blah blah blah, and you know, you start to pick these things out. And so, like, since seeing that the first time, in which that was my like one of my first, I've seen you know, the Black. Black phone, and I've seen uh, the Purge and uh, the Forever Purge, and I've seen um, uh, there was another one that I, I wanted to say. Oh, Megan uh, just recently came out, and so now that I like see that pattern, I go like, oh yeah, this like screams Blumhouse.
0: Also, for anybody that saw the Happy Death Day movies, this is the same director, and it's very Happy Death Day. It feels you know sort of exactly the same. You're right. You it- liked that, right? Uh, I I did, and then I saw number two, and number two kind of stunk up number one for me. I know I shouldn't let sequels do that, but it, it just kind of did. It went like, oh, maybe the magic of number one was just, like, lucky. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, I don't want to poo on those other movies. I'm not trying to poo on Freaky either, but, you know, you're right. It is like Blumhouse normally spends five million bucks. I think they spent like seven on this movie. You know, like it got a little bit of extra zhuzh for Vince. Um, But, you know, you can kind of feel it, right? And like I was saying before, we were like, oh, this is going to be a top five or at least a top tenner by the time, you know, we're we're done with this. We're going to find it a couple deep cuts. We're going to love the wedding crashes and the breakups and the this and the that. But Freaky, I mean, come on. Like we loved Freaky. And now it's like, yeah, it's probably going to be a top tenner, but it's like nine. (laughs) you know it's like it's good and it's Vince doing something different Um, but it's also like eh, take it or leave it to a certain extent I I hate to compare it to Jack Black in Jumanji but I'm going to compare it to Jack Black in Jumanji he is so freaking funny in that movie and, and just perfect he's doing the same thing he's doing the teenage girl trapped in this body oh my god I can't believe I look like this I'm so ugly you know how do, how do people walk around like this in society it, it's a funny gag right and i think everybody loves jack black in in that movie and it's you know uh, sort of become a sort of culty comedy performance of the past decade or so this is like a shade of that but it's not i don't want to say vince is just not trying as much it just kind of feels like he's just not trying as much he's he's funny but that's because he's naturally funny and and he does this stuff because he's he's naturally charismatic and and can get away with it and it's also just funny to think of this 17 year old girl in his body you know like the premise is funny um I think he's writing the premise. I think he's writing the gag a lot
1: I agree um this leads me to my opportunity to say um Jumanji 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've never seen the Jumanji. I've never. I mean, I've seen. I've seen. The Jumanji. I've seen the Jumanji. I've never seen Jumanji in the Jumanji Two universe, um, and that's because I love Jumanji Two so much. I've seen it like four times. It is one of my favorite movies, and I'm like, should I watch Jumanji?
0: Was the first time we saw it at the drive-in? Maybe. I don't think it was, actually. I think it might have been the second time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've seen it a lot at this point. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait until the third one comes out.
0: Is there a confirmed third one?
1: Well, they, they, they allude to it in the end of the second one, when all the, all the like, animals, like, are released into the world.
0: They sort of allude a freaky two in this, and I don't think that's going to happen.
1: I don't think they allude to it. They ended up killing him.
0: The, anyway... Did, did you hear about this freaky friday 2 thing we'll talk about we had not even talked about the plot of this movie yet that both jamie lee curtis and Lindsay lohan said that they would do freaky friday 2
1: i told you that
0: i told you that
1: that is not true <laughs> yes i've heard about it i know i'm here for it i mean freaky friday is also one of my favorite movies
0: so this movie let's talk about freaky uh, wait spot. actually
1: i have something to say before there was the Vince Vaughnathon, Patrick and I did a separate private Lindsay Lohanathon. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, I do. We made it about four movies in, No. and then I had to watch Get a Clue, and I was like, "Get me the hell out of here!"
1: It was more than that. It's about
0: seven, I think.
1: That's still like we we plowed through those suckers. Um, so the more you know.
0: That is true. A little multiple behind the scenes snippets for you guys. Um. This movie, Freaky, the original title, like I said earlier, Freaky, Friday the 13th. You can kind of pick up where this is going. It's Friday the 13th. There's a killer on the loose. He stabs um, a, a teenage girl in the chest heart thing with this magical relic knife dagger And they swap bodies, and for the next 24 hours, she is in his Vince Vaughn body, and he is in her Catherine Newton body, and Catherine Newton body is going around trying to kill people, while she in Vince Vaughn body is trying to both save people and end up swapping bodies back. Okay? Not a difficult premise. If you've seen those two movies, you understand. One of the things that I know you want to talk about is Catherine Newton and the movie blockers. (laughs) So I will give you the space to do that here.
1: You are saying this like you did not just put it in our DVD player. Like you just didn't even ask. You just went like, we're watching something. And I said, if it's not, this is 40. I don't want it. I don't even know why I said that. So to my surprise, when I hear fucking Leslie Mann talking, I'm like, wait, are we watching? This is 40. No, it's blockers. A rewatch for us. Blockers is so effing good.
0: Okay, before, number one, I would like to say, we don't have a DVD player. It's not 2003. Okay, we have a 4K player. All right, number one, don't don't uh, treat me like that. Uh, and number two, I truly had no idea that... Welcome to Baltimore. I had no idea that... I, like, forgot that Catherine Newton was in Blockers. And you know how have went through the movie I went, wait, isn't she the one in Freaky that we're going to watch tomorrow? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um oh my god, Blockers is so good. So funny. So well performed. I mean like Blockers is mwah, tasty, delicious.
0: For a quick Catherine Newtonathon. She's also in that little women uh, movie that had oh my hawk in it, which was very good. Uh, give the folks at home uh, a brief synopsis of Blockers and and tell them why they should watch the Blockers freaky double feature. <laughs>
1: um blockers is about these three friends these three gal pals who have been friends since kindergarten their first day of kindergarten and when they went to their first day of kindergarten their three parents uh two dads and a mom are standing at the little carpool lane together saying goodbye and they form a bond similarly strong um because they're mourning the loss of their their little girls growing up um those girls stay friends, the parents not so much, but they must band together because the girls have created a sex pact. They are all going to lose their virginity on prom night, and when their texts start popping up on Catherine Newton's uh, IMAC, uh, Leslie Mann finds out and has to enlist uh, the two other parents, John Cena and Ike uh, Ike Baronholtz, to uh, stop them. To stop them from making a mistake. Um, And yeah, it's so good. It's so funny. The premise is kind of silly. Patrick and I saw this movie in college uh, and really liked it. And then he randomly put it on the other night. Um, I can't exactly remember why. Um, And oh my gosh, just so freaking funny and cute.
0: A great double, if you will.
1: I agree. Genuinely a great double.
0: Now I'm gonna bring back uh, an old bit we haven't done on this show in about mm, six months. You wanna guess what that is?
1: IMDb trivia.
0: IMDb trivia. <laughs> this shit was a goldmine.
1: I I need to make sure that we're not gonna just like float past Vince Vaughn kissing the teenage boy.
0: We'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. We actually we won't come back to it. Um, IMDb trivia. I promise, folks at home who have been with us since the beginning, I look every week some of this IMDb trivia. And it has just dried up. It has been the Sahara Desert here. And this trivia, I don't use it as some people do for like... I mean, sometimes it's like, oh, that's a genuinely interesting thing. Sometimes I try and use it as like, I cannot believe that people have the time to put some of these things in. There's one... Here's another behind-the-scenes tidbit for (laughs) you. I read a piece of IMDb trivia one time that was essentially about someone's death during one of these shows. And Taylor and I could not get it together, and I ended up cutting it out of the episode because it was probably super inappropriate.
1: (laughs) We still can't. We still can't talk about it without laughing. Not because, like, it's funny. Obviously, no one's death is funny, but the way in which this author went about writing it was, like, vague to the point of so hyper specific and we were just so like taken aback by what we were reading that like one of those things like when you're so uncomfortable you can't help but laugh and we had this like it was very early on one of the first several episodes and we were like do we leave it in like are we those people we potentially ruin our reputation by being these horrible people laughing at someone's death uh and we ultimately decided to take it out but um The things you stumble upon on IMDb.
0: I know where to find it, though, and uh, I might just bring it back one day because I I no longer give a
1: shit. That's not nice.
0: (laughs) Okay. um, But there there are some actually – nothing here that's like, Vince Vaughn blinks 843,000 times in this movie, and that shows that he has the disease – hyperblinkoma or something, because there's always crap like this in here. But there are some actual, like, legit, like, oh, that's interesting behind-the-scenes things here. Uh, First one, Vince Vaughn's fall during the auditorium chase was accidental and not scripted. Vince uh, slipped on the fake plant that was knocked over and lost his balance but continued the scene.
1: What a champ.
0: A true professional. Also, probably because they tried this whole movie in, like, 12 days and didn't have time to do it a bunch. Um... Uh, what else oh this movie was released on friday the 13th of november 2020 i remember it being like an october movie and i remember being like okay i know they're releasing on friday the 13th but like shouldn't they release it before halloween but then it was like but also nobody's going to the movies anyway and the only reason why this movie made any money was because its budget was like eight dollars um i noticed this one myself uh, one of the football players the name on the back of his jersey is strode do you know the reference there
1: laurie strode
0: laurie strode played by who
1: Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Who was also in? Halloween. And?
1: Halloween Kills?
0: Freaky Friday.
1: Oh, of course. Of
0: course. All right, so we have a... a. T- <laughs> all right, so now now you tell me this piece of trivia as if I'm hearing it for the first time. What? Now, I want you to tell me the trivia now as if I'm hearing it for the first time. I want you to piece it all together into one sentence.
1: Okay. Um... <laughs> One of the football players' jersey had the last name Strode, obviously alluding to Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Laurie Strode, in the very famous Halloween franchise, and also pointing to her iconic performance in Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan.
0: Vince Vaughn also played a serial killer as Norman Bates in the remake of Psycho, 1998, and as Lester Long in Clay Pigeons,
1: 1998. You mean Lester the Molester?
0: i do mean that um every time they would call him the blissfield butcher in my mind it would change it to uh the bay harbor butcher from dexter did that never occur to you it
1: it, it occurred to me that i was like blissfield butcher sounds really familiar but i kept thinking like oh it's just because i've seen the movie before but that's like a really great great point
0: this one i very simply do not believe to be true okay okay Uh, Vince Vaughn told the stunt driver to actually hit him with the car when he was crossing the street early in the film. The director said Vaughn said he could take the hit, and he did.
1: Like, okay, even if Vince Vaughn said this, like, we know, like, you can't do that. Like, someone on... I, I would like to think that the Bloomfield team or Blumhouse team are competent enough not- I
0: like Blumfield though.
1: <laughs> Blumfield. The, that the Blumfield are like the employees. <laughs> the field of Blum.
0: Like the bullpen is like the blum pen or something.
1: Yeah. Um I would like to think that the Blumhouse team is like competent enough not to let that happen like even if your actor wants to go to that length. Uh so I would like to think that that's not true. I mean like look what happened to Alec Baldwin.
0: <gasps> okay, maybe I will cut it out. <laughs>
1: Um No, please stop.
0: you are going to do it on If you're going to do it on air, you got to do it.
1: Sorry friends, I'm sick.
0: We have been sick. I I swear to God for more episodes than we have not been sick. And we're like we're like mm-hmm generally healthy people but this is episode 38 and i guarantee you, we have been sick in some way for about mm,
1: 27 of those 38 episodes yeah it's been it's been a rough year i feel like <laughs> i mean i i hate to be that like conspiracy theorist of like once i stopped wearing my mask then like my immunity was shot or whatever but like I, all i'm saying is i feel like um I don't know my like my immunity has been really down. Part of I will say part of it is we started this uh, show last year when I was teaching kindergarten. Obviously, when you're around Jeremy five year olds all the time, like you're gonna get sick. Now I have no excuse. I sit in a cubicle and rarely interact with people. Although, I do take public transportation, and the D.C. metro is not exactly the cleanest place. I also,
0: like, got COVID in the fall and stuff. Like, it has just yeah. been one thing after another.
1: Yeah. Oof. I don't know. Like, this time, I don't think I'm sick with anything, like, crazy, but I definitely have had a nasty cold all weekend.
0: Vince Vaughn kissing the teenage boy.
1: Actually, maybe we shouldn't talk about it. But... Okay, we won't. No. Uh, they smooched. <laughs> they smooched. Okay. That, that was no, like, put your thumb in between each other's, uh, like, lips. They they freaking smooched, okay? Um, I wish I was him.
0: Which one?
1: <laughs> I wish I was a teenage boy. Or Vince? No, like, I wish Vince, Vince would smooch me.
0: No, I understand, but would you also
1: like to be Vince? No. Okay. I don't want to smooch a teenage boy. I'm sure he's, like, 27. Okay, well, still, Ew. <laughs> he, I don't have him attractive at all. Okay. Sorry, no offense to that kid, but I want Vince to smooch me. Okay. For scientific purposes. Of course. That's all.
0: Um, freaky. We don't want to poo on it. We like it just fine. It's just not what we wanted it to be or if, remember it being or maybe just in, in a career of great performances doesn't quite reach that Mount Rushmore.
1: I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say, if we had not watched The Binge before Freaky, I think we would have found Freaky better. (laughs) I'm serious, because... No, I agree.
0: He's so funny in The Binge. The
1: Binge is such a great character performance from him. Like, obviously, he's not playing a teenage girl in that, but he's playing a character, and he's really clearly putting himself all into that character. And so it just falls flat here. Um, But I do feel like... I feel like there's a universe in which he really nails this. I just wish that he would have.
0: Freaky is also a much better movie than The Binge is.
1: I guess objectively, yeah.
0: I mean, it is. You do you think The Binge is a better movie than Freaky?
1: I don't think it's a better movie. I think I enjoyed it more. Okay. Okay.
0: All right, I'm kind of surprised. Um, Next week, uh, a movie called North Hollywood, and I believe I'm going to have to check myself here it would make sense, though, because this movie came out in November. I believe that we are into 2021 territory now.
1: Ooh. So close.
0: We are very close. We are very close. Yes, 2021. Uh, the one-sentence synopsis on Letterboxd is, A kid must decide between choosing the future his father wants and following his dream of becoming a pro skater. Stars writer McLaughlin. You know who that is? Nope. Miranda Cosgrove.
1: Oh hell yeah!
0: And Vince Vaughn, who I'm sure is like the dad Who's or right the, the principal. Lockwood. He's been in five things. He might be a skater because he's also in the movie Mid Nineties. Okay. You know we we don't do the research until it's time for the episode. Okay. Yeah,
1: we're busy people. We got lots of podcasts, lots of writing. Yeah.
0: Tell tell the folks at home about those things.
1: Well, you can find everything—the writings and the podcasts, the musings, if you will. On video dot com. That's where we put everything for free, no paywalls. Um,
0: <laughs> Thanks, John Ralphio.
1: Okay, well, I just wanted to jazz it up a little bit. You're so boring the way you do it. Um, wow. I'm just kidding. I'm
0: getting old. I'm boring. I can't drink milk. I have no fashion. Like, I mean, this is like this has been terrible.
1: Okay, I actually said nothing about your fashion.
0: You did. You were like, I'm going to give you a complete makeover.
1: Yeah, and I said I'm going to make over, tint your eyebrows, shave oh, your yeah. beard. Okay. <laughs>
0: No, okay, no, no, I'm good. I, I don't need you to clarify. Actually, it was it was better in my memory.
1: No, because let's be honest, I'm not the first person to bring up your eyebrows. How would you like to find out that you had very blonde eyebrows at the end? Tell tell the folks at home your story.
0: I, I don't have a story. Featurepresentationvideo.com dot com is.
1: I'll tell it. Patrick was in what was it? Glass Menagerie. I was in a
0: play one time because that's what I did in a former life, and I sat down. And the makeup uh, a designer was like, We're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. And also, you know, we gotta fill out your eyebrows. And I was like, We gotta do what? She's like, Oh, you know, your eyebrows, because they like fade out at the end. You only have like half an eyebrow, then it turns blonde. And I went, What? And I was 20 years old and never knew that about myself, uh, probably a little bit younger actually. And uh, man, that I, I've never looked at my eyebrows the same way since.
1: I love you all the same. I promise that I do. I just, given the opportunity, want to see them died.
0: Featurepresentationvideo.com. Try and try and, try and do it.
1: Okay. It's free. No paywall. No BS. Just good vibes. Um, Patrick and I and several other contributors write something so that there is something on the site five days a week, right? Or seven. Five days a week. Five days a week.
0: We're going to seven soon. We're going to talk about that in a couple episodes for a big special event we have coming up.
1: Yes. Okay. That's why I was confused. Um... I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, Yes, five days a week, there's always something on the site, whether it's a pod, whether it's an article, whether it's something that Patrick has written for um, some of his other uh, contributions. uh, There's always something on the site. So that is the one-stop shop to find every single thing that we do over at FeaturePresentationVideo.com. We have several podcasts. We have Vince vaughn which you're listening to right now. We have Y2Kids, where we reminisce on things from the years 95 to 2005 when Patrick and I grew up because we're not... uh, uh what are they called 90s 90s kids or y2 kids sorry guys the sick brain is very real you really put me on the spot it's an
0: excuse you've used in 27 of our 38 episodes
1: okay well it's real um (laughs) we also have feature presentation video uh the flagship podcast in which we talk about anything we want to talk about and there's no set schedule so don't look for it but also listen to it whenever you see because it's a lot of fun um and Yeah, if you're listening to this on a podcast app, streaming device, please rate us five stars and give us a positive review. If you have nothing kind to say, just don't say anything at all. Uh, If you'd like to give us feedback, feedback, you can give us feedback at vincevonathon at gmail.com. We would love to hear anything you have to say, although the show's wrapping up soon, so a little too late to implement too much, but we'll give it a shot. Um, And yeah, what did I miss?
0: Uh, well, a couple corrections I'd like to make. Number one, the show is not ending soon. We're finishing Vince's filmography. We're taking a little bit of a break, and then we are announcing someone else for season two. Yes,
1: yes, someone very exciting.
0: So the show is not going anywhere. We just once we finish Vince, who has not put out a single thing since we've started this show, uh, we're going to take about a month off, and then we're going to come back season two with our new our new actor. Um, also, this is not a correction, but we do have an upcoming episode of feature presentation coming out the pod that Taylor said uh, doesn't really have a schedule. It doesn't, um, but we do have an episode coming out next week. We're going to talk about uh, Knock at the Cabin, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. We're going to... uh well, by the time you're listening to this, the screening has happened. You, you've seen the response on, on Twitter and such. Um, but we do have an episode coming out next week. The best place to find anything we have coming up, the new season of the show, new podcast, everything, futurepresentationvideo.com. Put your email address in and we will send you everything that we do for free. You can find the show at Vonathon on Twitter or at VinceVonathon on Instagram, which hasn't been touched in eight months.
1: All right. I deserve a jab, I guess, at some point.
0: You can find me at Patrick J. Regal everywhere you find people online.
1: You can find me at Talone on Twitter and at Taylor Malone on Letterboxd.
0: Next week, North Hollywood from 2021.
1: We'll see you then.
0: See you then, folks.